Hello, all you beautiful people. This is Optimistically Depressed, and I am your host, Ruth McMullen. Thank you so much for joining me. I feel so privileged to be able to do this, to have a podcast where people listen and engage and reach out to me, and I get to have incredible conversations with incredible people, and I just, this is amazing. So thanks for making it what it is. And if you could rate and review, that would be awesome. If you could subscribe, that would be very helpful as well. And, uh, you know, spread the word. Give me a follow on Instagram at Optimistically Depressed. That would be great. <laughs> um, also, if you want to be on the podcast, just send me a message. You can do that through Instagram at Optimistically Depressed. You can also send me an email, optimisticallydepressed86 at gmail.com, or you can get in touch with me through my website, optimisticallydepressed.com. Go and do that. I want to hear your story. Everyone has a story. That's the thing. Everyone has a story. Everyone has something to contribute to the conversation, and I want to know what it is. So um, do it. Now, for what's going on with me. Things have actually been getting better. I'm working on becoming more strict with my schedule so that I can get more accomplished. And it definitely mentally helps me huge, like big time. I've already noticed a huge difference. It just makes me feel more hopeful and like I have a bit more control over my life, even though my schedule is interrupted about 8,000 times in one hour. It's, uh, it's still really helpful. Sean's hands are doing a lot better. We're still waiting to uh, figure out what exactly is going on, but the anti-inflammatories that he was given are very helpful. So he's able to actually do stuff around the house again, which is both relieving for me and him, but also very encouraging for him because he can just feel like he's more back to normal again. I want to say thank you to Angela at Simple Rituals Skincare. Angela, my love goes out to you. You're great and you make great products. And thank you for sponsoring my podcast. It helps make things happen. And I really appreciate it. I love that you believe in me. <laughs> That's like, it makes a big difference. And uh, yeah, so I got to sit down and talk with Tyler Simmons. And he is so amazing. <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, He's just, he's got such a, a fresh kind of view on life that I'm still like, this is what I'm wanting to adapt for myself. You know, he has this mentality where it's like, hey, I have these things that I want to accomplish. And so, you know what? I'm going to accomplish them. It's just kind of like, he just, he just simplifies these, these things that we build up in our heads to be a huge deal. Like he wanted to write a book. And so then he was just like, you know what? I'm an author now. And he wrote a book and he, like you can buy it on Amazon. It's just, it blows my mind and it makes me feel so like hopeful. <laughs> it's like, Hey, there are things that I, I can do this. I can do this. You know, I want to, I want to have a podcast and now I have a podcast and you know, I have other things I really, that I want to accomplish. And you know what? I can do that. I'm fully capable of making that happen. And so I, Anyway, I'm going on a bit of a tangent. This is just the he, he, Tyler just fires you up. 
I don't know, he's, he fires me up and I hope that you have the same experience. You should definitely go check him out on social media and, uh, see what he's been up to. He's, he's a public speaker as well. He's like a motivational speaker and he's just like, he's very, uh, like his words are very thought out. You can see that when he's talking, he's, he's paying attention to what he's saying and he's going to say something that's going to blow your freaking mind. Oh my goodness. Anyway, so that's Tyler in a nutshell. And just, I hope that you enjoy this podcast and that it, uh, it helps like inspire you and encourage you because that's, uh, you know, that's ultimately what I'm hoping to do with all of these podcasts. And I think that each person that I've had on here so far has done that because everybody through sharing their story, like you have, you, you do inspire other people and you encourage other people because you're letting them know that those, those narratives or thoughts they have that they don't really share, that they don't, they don't say out loud are not that uncommon. And it helps us just to know that we're not alone, that we're in this together. And that's so important to me that I just, I really want to communicate that to all of you. You're not alone. Those things that you feel ashamed of, those things that you are embarrassed by, those things that you want to go after, but you just feel like you're not good enough to go after it or any, any of that kind of stuff. Like it's not unusual. And really, I think that the just having somebody to sit down and listen to you share your story is is so such a healing experience i i had that so much with my grandmother like she would just sit down and she would let me just talk and just to know that whatever i have to say is important to somebody else like that i now have that in my husband i have that in a couple other really close friends and it's so important. And I think that it's something that's being lost because, you know, we kind of get a little bit of oversaturation, you know, with, with things like Instagram, social media, like it, while it is, I think a really great platform to help express ourselves, it can also make us feel a little bit lost because we're getting lost in everybody else's story. And I, I want to help bring the emphasis back to your story your specific story, because your story, it is important. And if I can provide a platform where you can share that story, oh, that's just, that would make me feel so fulfilled. Um, so when I say that I want to hear from you and that I want, if you want to be on the podcast, that I want you to get in touch with me. Like, I mean it. This is something that is so deeply important to me. And if you are struggling with any kind of, um, well, like, you know, we all have our struggles. So whatever you're struggling with, like I want, I want to be able to hear it. I want to be able to talk about it. Let's, let's help each other. Let's build each other up. Let's pull each other up. So, um, I, I went on a little bit of a rant there, but it's something that I just, I'm very passionate about this. It's very important to me. And, uh, and now with that introduction, I'm just, I'm so thrilled. I'm so privileged to be able to now present you with Tyler Simmons. Hey, everyone. 
I am honored to be sitting in my closet with Tyler Simmons. Hey, I'm so honored to be here. This is a great closet. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lots of space in here. This, it's, you know what? It's pretty good. I mean, I'm pretty lucky that like I have a closet that can fit a guest <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for the podcast. You really are. Yeah. I mean, we were pretty psyched when we moved in and we like... We had a walk-in closet. Mm-hmm. We, I remember shortly after we moved in, a bunch of us, like our friends came over and we all just ended up hanging out in the closet for a while. <laughs> <laughs> just like talking, hanging out. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. We're, we're, we're working on the studio downstairs and we just oh, okay. need to soundproof it. Nice. And it'll be ready to go. We had some, we found some panels and stuff, but then... We were kind of feeling like maybe they weren't exactly like they wouldn't be the best, so mm-hmm. we're starting over again. But yeah, eh, it's all good. And how's the setup going and stuff? Are you are you um, getting used to like mixing the audio and all that stuff? Sean does that part. Oh, Sean does that. Yeah. yeah, there was, and you know what? Honestly, there was a period of time where I was like pretty upset with myself that I wasn't doing all the mixing. Mm. and Sean, so I was talking with Sean about it, and I was just like, I feel like an idiot. Like, I can't even, like, mix my own podcast. And he's like, okay, first of all, I can teach you. And he's like, but second of all, like, you have, like, he's like, I do this kind of stuff for a living. So he's just kind of like, why not take advantage of the connection that you have and lighten the load of work? Yeah. It was just kind of like. We were talking about this. um, Yeah. Yeah, how it's so (laughs) important to um, use your resources around you and other people around us have talents so just use them i right and it's amazing like i just carried that guilt with me when i really didn't need to Mm. like i will feel guilty about using my resources did you feel like you just had to do everything on your own yeah yeah hmm yeah i had a moment where i was like that too yeah yeah early early 20s i was like that Okay. And just very, like, oh, I don't need anybody. I'm just going to do everything on my own. <laughs> yeah. um, people don't understand me, so I'm just going to figure it out and do it all myself by myself. But it doesn't work that way. And <laughs> everything that I was, everything that I would try to do, I would run into these, like, <laughs> pit stops and be like, oh, I have to learn something else. Um and this was when I was, like, trying to learn videography and stuff. And I was like, okay, you know what? I just have to ask for help, like they used to tell me to do in high school <laughs> when I wouldn't ask for help at all. <laughs> but it, it was something to that. And I really didn't ask for help at all, like, when I was a kid going through school. But I had this moment where I was like, I'm just not going to get better if I don't ask people for help. And I'm not going to get things done that I don't want to get done. I mean that I want to get done if I don't ask for help. So I started to just reach out to a bunch of people that were good in the fields that I wanted to be good at. And they were like my mentors. That's so cool. Yeah. Every time I talk to you, like, I I mean, we've talked in person once before. Mm-hmm. So it's funny that I'm saying every time that I talk to you, but it also accurate to say every time I talk to you, yeah. <laughs> I feel like so encouraged. Thank you. You're welcome. I, like I said before, 
And I'll say again that you are like, I want to be you, you know, like you're the best compliment ever. Oh, yeah. Well, I like I you're definitely like you're one of those people that I'm like, I'm looking at who you are. I look at the attitude that you have Mm. and it's just like, that's what I want. I want to be that. Wow. Yeah. That makes me feel so good. (laughs) (laughs) Good. I want to talk about, um, well, I, there's a lot that I want to talk about, and I want to mm-hmm. hear every, anything that you want to talk about. Okay. So one of the things I want to talk about uh, it piqued my interest, actually, when we were just testing the levels before. Mm-hmm. So you grew up in... North Preston. And it, yes, how was that? Uh, it, it was great, really, um, because the... In, because the environment is so like everybody's it's like a big family yeah um that's one thing i really love about north preston like if i were to ever get into any trouble like if my car were to break down or something mm-hmm. i could just walk into the house of or not walk but i just knock <laughs> on the door of whoever host i um broke down next to and they would come help me or they would call somebody and it's just like you drive up there and everybody's waving at you and um, everybody knows each other. It's just very, it's home. It's just everybody's family. I really love it. And the media definitely plays a part in making people think that it's not that way. Yeah. Um, which is a bit frustrating, but I feel like it's starting to get better. And a lot of people from the community are doing a lot of great things and shining a good light on it, which makes me really proud. That's awesome. And you're like, you're one of those people. Yeah. That's like, how does it feel? Oh, it feels, it feels really, really good. And it also feels like a lot of pressure sometimes. Yeah. Because I talk about mental health and mm-hmm. the stigma around mental health is pretty bad. Yeah. It's really bad. And when you go into the black community, it's really tough. Um, because we're dealing with we're dealing with a lot of things. We're dealing with racism and the systematic racism and then it's like oh if you have mental illness that's just another thing added on top of these um, these challenges that you have so when I was first diagnosed with depression and anxiety it was like oh my god okay so people were already looking at me weirdly because I'm from North Preston. Mm -hmm. People were already looking at me weirdly because I'm a black man. Mm -hmm. Now people are going to be looking at me weirdly because I deal with mental illness. Mm -hmm. So it was like just all these things stacked up on top of each other. And I think that that's one of the big reasons why the stigma is the way that it is in the black community and why a lot of people who deal with mental illness in the black community just don't talk about it because we're dealing with these other things too and it's like we'd rather just ignore this um, illness that we're dealing with if it means that 
people aren't going to um, just stereotype us even more and be even more um, ignorant towards us. Wow. So then, okay, what inspired you then to become this person who has stepped forward, bravely stepped forward, and started to bring attention to your situation in order to help end the stigma? Hmm. Well, I I talked to you a little bit about this before, but when I dealt with my suicidal, when I was suicidal and Hmm. I had a suicide attempt, that was when I hit rock bottom. Um, My depression was at its worst and I just felt trapped. When I was really suicidal, um, it was just like, I don't want to be here anymore. I was just really, really suicidal and really trapped because I felt I couldn't be myself. I felt like people wouldn't accept me for who I truly am. Um, With the... um, What society tells us that men are supposed to be like I don't fit that toxic masculinity (laughs) script Mm. Um, then there were just so many other things and I just wanted to end it and when I wanted to end it it was like okay it's either I'm leaving this earth or I'm staying here and I'm just going to do what I want to do. And it was really extreme. It was like, it's either I'm leaving Earth or I'm just taking advantage of this to the best of my ability. Um, and basically kind of treating it treating it like it's this game. <laughs> um, and that's what I did. I was like, I remember I was laying in the hospital bed and my mom was holding my hand. And I was like, I'm going to be a public speaker. I'm going to help people. I'm going to talk to people about these issues that I'm so afraid to talk about. And I was just saying all these things. And months later, I just started doing it (laughs) because I was like, there's no other choice. Yeah. That's so amazing. There's no other choice. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't want, I didn't want there to be a kid growing up like me to not have someone to look to and say, oh, he dealt with this so I can get through it. Because I didn't have that. I had, like, celebrities that I would see and say, oh, they dealt with this. Um, But it was different. Um... And even just just being in North Preston and being that person that finally talks about mental health, um, I've seen so many people just seem so relieved that I'm finally talking about it. People mm-hmm. have come up to me and just saying, thank you for finally talking about this. Like It's like they were just waiting for someone to finally relate to them 
it's, it's just this silent thing, like no one talks about it. Yeah. So what did you first start talking about? Um, my very first talk was in East Preston, and I... I didn't really prepare at all, and it was really nerve-wracking. Um, I was just like, I don't know how to do this, but I'm doing it. <laughs> and um, I met up with the people. It was um, Restorative Inquiry that I did it with. Um, and I was just talking to them about how I want to help and how it's time to talk about this. And... I went to the rec center in East Preston and it was a good amount of people, probably like 50, 60 people. And it was my very first talk. Yeah, uh, that's that's a good crowd. Yeah, and I got up there and I just talked about my life. I just wore my heart on my sleeve and just lit it out. and it was beautiful. People started coming up to me afterwards and saying thank you. And people were crying and it was so good. It was, I didn't experience anything like that before. And I was, after that talk, I remember I was like, okay, I just got to keep doing this. I need to feel this more often. I need, and I need more people to hear what I have to say because. For a long time, I didn't think that what I had to say was important. Um, I was always insecure about just, like, I was insecure about my voice. I was insecure about the things, my thoughts, and just would stay to myself all the time. Um, But but I kind of... I tell people that I kind of had to be a little bit crazy. I was just like, you know what? I'm insecure about all these things, but I'm going to do that talk. And I did it, and it paid off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, the way that the way that you were just kind of like, I'm going to do this, mm-hmm. and then you just do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What, like, I... I've ha- I have all these things that I like, you know, after I even talked with you, there mm-hmm. are a couple of things I was just like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And I've started them and I'm doing them. Yeah. Yeah. And but it makes me wonder, like when those um, when those challenging thoughts come up and you're kind of like, why am I doing this? And you're like discouraged, you know, when mm-hmm. you have those dark days, like what do you do? It's for me, it's weird. I'm just. And I think this can work for anyone. If if people are feeling like they can't do something and they really, they're like, oh, I really want to do this, but I just can't. I hear that from people all the time. They're like, I would really love to do that, but I can't do it. I'm like, of course I can't do that. What I do, I'm just like, yeah, I feel like I can't <laughs> and I feel discouraged, but you know what? I'm just doing it. I don't care how stupid I look. Like, I'm just throwing the ego away, and I'm just doing it. No matter what. People can laugh if they want to. It's fine. (laughs) At least least I tried. That's so awesome. Like, um, 
two years ago, I, this is, <laughs> my brain works in a weird way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> two years ago, I was actually, I was watching this movie, I forget what it's called, but, um, starring James Franco, and he was a poet in the movie, and I loved it, um, I'm going to have to go find it after this. But it was so good. And I remember while I was watching it, I was like, I want to do that. I want to write a poem and get in front of people and just become a poet. And I was thinking and thought to myself, well, that's what I've been doing with everything, really. I'm just like, I want to be that. Oh, okay, I'm that now. Um <laughs> So basically, I was like, I'm a poet now. And so I started writing poetry. That's amazing. <laughs> and I did an open mic. <laughs> it was amazing. Like, I became this poet. And I really believe that people can just become what they want to become. It's almost like method acting. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's similar to that. Oh. Wow. Yeah. That's so that's so cool. I I'm like I feel like I'm fangirling a little bit. But it's just like it's just so like stripped back and simplified and refreshing. Yeah. Like like taking away all of these complicated rabbit holes that we like to throw ourselves down. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so many. So many. So many. And you're just kind of like no, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. And then the, all those, like, feelings and whatever come up, and then you're just like, yeah, but I'm, I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's then... literally what it is. I'm just like, <laughs> there's, like, this voice in the back of my head, like, Tyler, no, don't do it. You're going to mess up. And then I'm just like, man, be quiet. I'm just doing it. <laughs> <laughs> what's the worst that can happen? What, so, like, okay, what's the worst that can happen? So let's... Talk about that. The worst that can happen. Um, and what's the worst that has happened? Hmm. Like, I'm sure whatever it is, it doesn't compare to the best that's happened, right? Definitely not. Um, the worst that happened was me feeling like I wasn't prepared enough, I guess. Um, I, And sometimes I... Sometimes I feel like I'm not worthy um, of praise, certain praise that I get in mm. different fields because I'm like, oh, I just said I'm just going to do this thing. And some people are like really dedicating a whole lot of time. And I do put a lot of time into the things that I do um, because nothing comes easy. But... Even just the way that I talk about it, how I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. It's like, <laughs> like, I feel like that could make people kind of annoyed if I, it's like if I go into um, like an audition, like for acting or something like that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm an actor now. Like that could probably piss off a lot of actors. <laughs> but that's me. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. <laughs> And like, but like, what do you, so then what, what do you think about the people that, like, have you had people, I'm sure you've had pushback. Have you had pushback? I have. Um, 
the thing is, I had, I've had so many, there are so many people that are just accepting of me, and they're like, like if it's filmmaking and, if it's filmmaking or if it's public speaking, if it's anything, like, because I really am passionate about these things, and people see that, um, there are definitely people that send me weird messages sometimes online, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't really care about that stuff. Yeah. Um, when I first started getting known by some people, I was, it would really affect me like a lot. Um, I was, I was finding myself like spending an entire day being stressed out because of one message that somebody across the world would send me like um but now it's i don't know i think i just took that time to actually i took a lot of time to know myself more and to um really study the things that i do and to put the time in so if people say anything, I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> and it doesn't bother me at all now. Yeah. So, like, so knowing yourself. Mm. Just knowing myself. Um, and it takes a lot to really know yourself, I find. I've, I found that out over the years. It takes a lot. Um, for me, it takes a lot. It took a lot of meditation, um, and there's still parts of myself that I'm like, oh, I need to explore that more. Um, but a lot of meditation, a lot of just, I just started doing journaling not too long ago, and that helps a lot. Um, just oh, I love journaling. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. And um, being really honest with myself. I'm so honest with myself. And in the past, I used to be hard on myself. I'm I'm still pretty hard on myself. But in the past, when I was honest with myself, it would be being honest with myself in this harsh way. Um, but now it's like I can, it's almost like I can just like step outside of myself and look at me and think, okay, what don't I like about me? Or what? could I improve on and it's like okay let's work on it um and that has helped me so much like even with the opinions of others it's like when I'm just stepping back and thinking oh yeah I could work on this and then someone says something that is wrong about me I'm not going to question it I'm going to just say oh I know who I am so it doesn't really bother me um, and a lot of people deal with that and I've dealt with it for a very long time just dealing with um, the opinions of others and thinking oh this person thinks I'm this or thinks I'm that so I must be that um, mm, but yeah. it's really just what they see and that could be reality to them um, but we can't go off of that we have to go off of our own reality um in 
the actual reality, not what the ego is trying to tell us we are. Like, what are we actually? Yeah. Hmm. I like I actually recently had an experience like actually it was it was what inspired me to start optimistically depressed. And it was when I realized that I just didn't really know who I was. Mm. And so I started journaling about that. Yeah, because I was realizing that I was like I always went off of what other people said about me. Yeah. And assumed that they knew me better than I did. Yeah, that's. I think that's how most people feel. Um, they ask other people what they think, and and they take that on. And that's why meditation is so important. And just having time alone that's dedicated to yourself. Yes. That's so important. Yes. Yeah. Get to know you. Yeah. 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 And, like, so you must overall... Be like, yeah, I like myself. Yeah, I do now. And it took a really long time. But it took, yeah, most of my life I didn't. I, there were, there was a very small amount of things that I liked about myself in the past. Um, but now with taking that time to just spend with myself and um, just really look within has taught me who I really am and I like that person yeah that's so cool yeah. would you mind telling me why you didn't like yourself before um I always thought I just always thought that there were things wrong with me. Um, my social anxiety was a huge thing that I didn't like about myself, and it made me feel really weird. I was like, oh, people are... Everybody's judging me right now. Everybody's Everybody thinks I'm stupid. Everybody... Um, like, nobody actually likes me. Um, they're only talking to me because... They want me to feel better and like that was how I was for many years of my life um, and I was just so critical of everything about myself um, even when I played sports I remember it was just something about me I remember my coach would say to me when I played football he would say Tyler you need to be easy on yourself like you're doing okay like I would be playing sports and doing a good job but my coach would see that I was like there was something in me like it was almost like I had this hatred for myself like oh yeah you did good but it wasn't good enough so do better and I was like that about everything like I could do great at something like get an A plus <laughs> and then I would say oh yeah but you should have um, did this another way I would always find something hmm. and it was just so it made things really bad um, made me really depressed and 
I feel like it was me being a perfectionist, like to a whole another level, just like I can't do anything right because of myself. Like this mm-hmm. voice in the back of my head always like, You're not good enough, you're not good enough, no matter what. Yeah. Do you remember having like an epiphany when all of a sudden you were like, I am good enough? Or was it something that happened gradually? Everything started to change when it was after the suicide attempt and that talk. Everything started to change after that. I started to see life so differently. Like, I did that talk, and I remember I was in my room, like, <laughs> just, like, mm-hmm. pacing back and forth. I was like, oh, I can do anything now? Like, it was, it was so crazy to me because... Like the first time I ever did public, the only time I ever did public speaking before that time, mm-hmm. like I blacked out in front of my junior high. <laughs> 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 and like I had this panic attack. Um, but so, so in my mind, it was like, I can't actually do it, but I'm going to just do it. Um, I'm just going to try my best and do it. Um, so after I did it, it's like something just clicked in my head and it was like, wait, I can actually do this, and people actually like what I'm saying. This is weird, and I like it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm starting to like myself <laughs> because peop- because I'm actually not that bad. Like, people like me. What's going on? <laughs> like, I wasn't used to that. Whoa. Yeah. And then... Okay, so here's another thing. I find that, for me personally, the more that I've stopped getting in my head and trying to think about what other people are thinking, Mm. that I actually, like, it is like people like me more. (laughs) Yeah. It's like a side effect. Definitely. When you, like, stop caring. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That really is true. It's really true. Um, That's when people like me most, when I'm not really caring what people think. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Yeah. And then it's like that part of you that like all spent all this time just so badly wanting people to like you. Mm-hmm. You want to like go to that part and be like, look, you can be happy now. But then that part's not there anymore because yeah. like that's that part couldn't be there in order for you to mm-hmm. to start yeah. being that person that And you, you know. know what? I think I think it's because, like, and we're good people. Yeah. Like, you're obviously a good person. Um, oh, and thanks. so it's like, if, if, if it was, like, this person who's just a not good person and they're caring what people think about them, so they're, like, not saying certain things or they're staying away and stuff, like, it's probably best <laughs> that they just yeah. stay away. <laughs> But I think people like us, like, we're actually trying to do good things in the world. Like, we're actually good human beings with good hearts. So we don't deserve to be held back because of the thoughts of others. They want us to be influencing them and helping them through things. Like, this is what we're supposed to be doing. Well, you just blew my mind. (laughs) (laughs) I've been thinking more about how each of us have a part 
and like just different tools that we have that like mm. we can really excel at and that we should like it's it's strange how the ego can be can kind of get in the way when you know when it's telling us like oh yeah you are super awesome and you deserve that thing but then there's mm-hmm. another part like there the ego gets in the way and it's kind of like what makes you think that you deserve to have yeah. that kind of life and that kind of glory in a certain sense yeah and then when you start to realize that no that's like this is my part mm. Like this is the, this is how I can contribute. Yeah. It's um and sometimes I still do get imposter syndrome. Like mm. that's so real. Like um Maya Angelo talks about that a lot. Um how she at the peak of her career <laughs> was feeling like she didn't deserve the praise that she was getting and stuff. Um mm. wow. in Maya Angelo's like one of the greatest poets ever. <laughs> um, That's amazing. But it's like, I still deal with that sometimes. And sometimes people will come up to me and say, oh, great job at this or something. And sometimes I'm like, I don't know, sometimes I'll give a response that is like, oh, thanks, I could have done better or something like that. And it's kind of me just feeling like like with imposter syndrome you basically just feel like everyone's going to find out that you're this fraud um which isn't deep down you know that you're not but it's like this part of me that's like oh they're gonna find out that there's you're not really this or something it's just really weird yeah Mm -hmm. and it holds a lot of people back it's and it's like if someone like Maya Angelou dealt with that it's like wow like so many people who get a ton of praise and um get these awards and accolades um they there's a lot of people that feel that way they're just like oh, at some point, they're probably going to realize that I'm not as great as they think I am. Hmm. Which is really sad. It is really sad. Do you think that, like, part of it is kind of, like, in our culture, it seems like people do tend to, some people, not, like, obviously Mm -hmm. not everybody, but there are people out there who are looking for the way that you're not that great so that they can tear you down. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Like, I want to talk about that. (laughs) Yeah, let's talk about it. Okay. Because I have some interesting stuff to say about that. Okay, say it. Um, I I actually had the stalker um, for three years. What? Yeah, I had a stalker for three years. And (laughs) (laughs) she would find a way to get in contact with me like on social media she actually found my number at one point um i had to like block her number and stuff but (laughs) yeah she found out how to get in contact with me um over and over it was like every single day for three years and it was it was constant her being like 
yeah, you don't deserve um, this praise you're getting. Um, everybody's going to find out that you're not this person that you say you are and all of this stuff. Um, Whoa. And as much as that put me through a lot of stress, um, it taught me a lot. It taught me that some people are really just like, like that's, they they just really are going through a lot and they see people that they want to be similar to or they want to achieve the things that that person's achieving and they're like oh I'm just going to tear that person down because I'm not getting it and so they don't deserve it I'm smarter than them I'm more this I'm more that so they go after people um they go after good people and it's terrible Hmm. um even with that person it was it was like I recognized like this pattern with this person it was a lot of oh, I love you so much, you're amazing. And then it would, I wouldn't respond. And then it would turn to, I hate you so much. You are a terrible, terrible human being. You're not who you say you are. And then like a week later, oh, I love you so much. And it was like, wow. to me, it was an example of people who have seemed to just given up on themselves and look to look to other people who are doing things that they wish they could have done and they're like oh I'm just I actually love (laughs) this person because I feel like that person was actually like (laughs) kind of infatuated with me like they had to be to be (laughs) messaging me that way (laughs) (laughs) but it was like that person was like oh I love what this person's doing so much but i wish i was doing it it's this weird thing yeah that's so weird and insightful yeah because like i just like i'm thinking about how i used to be mm-hmm. and i would find a, a reason to tear someone down that mm. i um was envious of yeah i never did it to their face mm-hmm. it, <laughs> it was usually like I just, but I would say mean things to like some of my friends, you know, yeah. like. And I think a lot of people do that. It's not to the extent of my stalker. But. Yeah, that's pretty extreme. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but yeah, like, and then, and then I, thankfully I had a wake up call mm-hmm. and it was just like, I, like, this person is just being awesome. How about you just let them be awesome and be happy for them, and then you go yeah. and you do your thing and yeah. be awesome at that. Yeah. Instead of being such a jerk. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah. It's it's funny. We always, well, I used to also. I would be like, oh, he could be doing it this way, or yeah, like <laughs> yeah, criticizing. He, sure, he's good, but he's not that good. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> I know. I think about like, and I think about like, even when I'm watching movies, okay? And I'm like, um, if I'm like criticizing the way that they, like a certain actor is or whatever, mm-hmm. it's just kind of like, 
Yeah, Ruth. How many movies? How many movies have you been in? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how often have you done this? <laughs> like, yeah, that's what I do now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like maybe maybe when you know what you're talking about, you could say something. But yeah. other than that, maybe just shh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just keep the mouth shut. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, it's such a tendency that we have. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think we, I think we as humans just need to focus in more on ourselves. And yeah. Yeah. We'll be a lot better off. Yeah. yeah. And like. And using what we have to the best of our ability instead of criticizing other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, it seems like, like for you, like you've really start to focus on what you have to offer yeah and then you've been offering it and then like you're doing pretty well like you're welcome you're very inspiring like you're very inspiring and um and it's just it's so encouraging to be able to sit and talk with you and learn some of the things that you've that you've learned and hear about your point of view and because you do what you do so well, these conversations don't result in me feeling threatened or mm. or upset about any, any of your accomplishments because it's like you're helping to pull me up. Yeah, that's true. It's I remember um, when I was in a really deep depression and strategizing things like I was just like oh I want to do this um with my life and I'm going to be this way when I get it um (laughs) I remember this thought would come to me a lot like oh am I going to change like the way that I am am I going to be this more like arrogant person or something like and Mm. I was more arrogant when I was depressed and like in a deep depression and when I wasn't doing the things that I wanted to do. And I became so humble, so much more humble when I was, when I was getting these accomplishments because it was like, oh, everybody needs to know that they can do it. I want everyone to know that it's possible. Um, That thing that you want to do you can do it like I just want everyone to know and it doesn't turn off like (laughs) I have people sometimes that like will just message me randomly um, on like Instagram or something and ask me like my opinion on certain things like oh should I do this what do you think of this and I'm like just try like and I'm always like I'm always going to encourage people to try um I think I think with myself a big reason towards why I can try so many different things and why I seem to do well. Yeah, do. Yeah. <laughs> Don't sorry for me to say. But <laughs> but do, do well at them is because I um I'm okay with not doing well. I'm okay with 
failing, what people would call failing, because mm. I know that I can just try again. And I know that I can just learn more. I know that if I put something out and people are like, Ty, this isn't good. I know that I'm just going to go back and probably meet up with somebody that does it good and pick their brain about it <laughs> and then try to learn it more and then do it again and it'll probably be done well. If not, I'll try it again. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so you're just going to keep going. Yeah. And that's, I have to. Yeah. Would you say that that could be like the secret of success? Oh, I can't definitely. believe I actually said that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That'll be the title of this podcast. (laughs) But that's the secret. Like, to most things is to just keep trying. And, like, certain things I sucked at. (laughs) (laughs) And and I was just like, okay, I suck at it now, but you just wait. (laughs) At some point, I'll be good. And I got good at certain things that I felt I was pretty terrible at. That's so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's so encouraging. Because yeah. there's certain things that I kind of, like, I, I suck at it right now, but I, yeah. like, just kind of like, yeah, you just keep going and yeah. persisting. Oh, it's yeah. mm, just <laughs> right on the head of the nail. Just yeah. hitting it. Perfect. I, yeah, I feel like um, I feel like if we were to sit here long enough, we would probably figure out the secret of everything. Yeah. The secret of the universe. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know. I love these conversations. Yeah? Yeah. Me too. I really do. Yeah, they're the best. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They're the best. It's yeah. like the, oh my goodness. Like, I, like, honestly, today was not a great day for me. I was just like feeling pretty, I was just feeling really discouraged because like, well, honestly, Sean's feeling really discouraged because Mm. of everything that's happening with his hands. And Mm. we like, and when one of us is down, the other one, you know, works to help, you know, pull them back up again. And then you hit a point where all of a sudden you're like, I'm so down and I, I feel like I need somebody to help pull me up, but I can't like, you know when you're both down yeah it's hard it's hard yeah it is so it's nice to have like this kind of conversation because then it's like oh good there's like (laughs) there's another resource there's there Mm -hmm. is like there's someone out there who can help pull me back up and then then i can help pull sean back up you know i like that and i'm always here not just on the podcast you can dm me and say tyler i'm having a rough day i'll send some words of encouragement Really? Yeah, actually. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm totally going to do that. Okay, do it. Thanks. That's, yeah, that's so cool. I love, like, I love the community that you're building. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it's so healthy. And it's so funny how we've gone so long without it. Like, Mm. how people can go so long without it. Yeah, I want people to be okay with feeling being okay with being vulnerable with not being okay with not being okay like that's all I want yeah yeah I like I hate having like 
I hate messaging people when I'm having a bad day and saying mm-hmm. I'm having a bad day. Yeah. And, I need to, and I'm still working on getting better at it. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things I suck at. Mm. Like, because um, I want to be, like, because I so, so badly want to be, like, self-sufficient mm. and not yeah. need people. Yeah. Which is so funny because I'm, like, what I'm doing is... <laughs> The opposite. What I'm actually striving for is to do the exact opposite. (laughs) Build a community where we can all lean on each other. And um, so it's like I have to like get past that. I have to Mm. be more okay with being like I'm not okay. And like and not feeling like I think part of it is that like when you're not feeling okay, you suddenly feel the need to act the part. Yeah. That's true. So then you feel like if you like message somebody and you're like, I'm having a rough time, then you have to turn into Eeyore. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've been there. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Yeah. Definitely. And it's still a struggle sometimes with me. Yeah. Me too. Like, it's just, it's so like, I want to be able to be like, to be upbeat. Mm-hmm. And then you'd be like, yeah, yeah, I, it, this is the worst. <laughs> you know what my horrible. favorite thing to do is when I'm not feeling the greatest? Yeah. I'll message somebody closest to me, like a funny, a funny depressing meme, like a funny, <laughs> a funny meme about depression or something like that. Or yeah. like a funny gif about <laughs> depression or something. <laughs> and it just feels so good because it's like. Oh, they're probably laughing at this, but at the same time, I'm telling them that I'm not doing very well, but they're not too worried because I still have my sense of humor. Yeah. I like that. Maybe that's what I'll do the next time I'm feeling down. I'll send you a funny depressed And I'll probably send one back. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds great. I'm going to see if I can find one of Eeyore. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be great. Yeah. So then one question that I like to ask at the end of each podcast is what does it look to you to be mentally healthy? Hmm. What does it look like to be mentally healthy? Um, to me, it looks like balance. Um, having a balance with your emotions, um, just everything being balanced not not too sad not too angry being okay f being okay with being sad or angry at times mm-hmm. being okay with just being okay with life um like that's that's one of the things that i learned a lot studying taoism is to just it's okay for us to not be okay it's okay for us to be sad it's okay for us to be pissed off at people sometimes Mm. um but what's not okay is to not acknowledge it and change it or to acknowledge it and not um try to improve on it i think mentally healthy is seeing that we are human so we're going to be sad, we're going to be stressed, we're going to be mad, but we're also going to be happy. Um, and to just be like, it's okay. Hmm. Yeah. I like that. Thank you. 
Thank you. This is really, this is really nice. This is really great. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, this was great. Maybe we'll do it again sometime. Yeah. Okay. We should. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll get in touch. Okay. <laughs> Send me a gift. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I totally will. <laughs> okay. Um, everybody out there, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this. I hope that you found some things that you could come away with. And I like I hope that you're feeling as encouraged as I am. <laughs> this is this is nice. This is really really refreshing. And um, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram or Twitter at Tyler Simmons. Mm-hmm. And I have a Facebook page. I don't know the URL, so just type in um, Tyler Simmons. You'll find me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> Done. When I'm on Facebook. I don't go on Facebook very often. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty most, bad for that. A lot of people, um, yeah, a lot of people don't. Um, it's now just more older yep. people. Yeah. Yeah. So. But they need to hear what I got to say, too. So, yeah. Everybody yeah. needs it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Even the old people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sorry for people that would consider you old. (laughs) Oh, people are great. People are great. People are great. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. Everybody, everyone, thank you. And just remember that wherever you are, I'm just sitting here, and Tyler, I'm sure, is too, loving you. Yeah. Yeah. We're just sitting here loving you. That's it. Send us a message. Let us know that you love us. But don't stalk us. Yes, please do not do that. <laughs> please don't stalk us. Just a, just an innocent little sweet message. Or light stalking. I don't know. Is No. <laughs> I don't want any type of stalking. I have a police officer on speed dial. Do not stalk me. Okay. So, okay. Not even light stalking. (laughs) None of it. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Sorry, I just I just started thinking of like kitten stalking. I don't know why. What is like, light stalking? Is that being a nice stalker? Maybe or? it is. Okay, I, then they can do it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, they can do that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. <laughs> okay. Because I totally just like I'm picturing just like a kitten, like a kitten kind of being like a stalker. It's just oh, sweet. Okay. You like yeah, bend over and you pet it, and then it's like, yeah, oh, that's not bad. All right, yeah. and you give it some food. That's it returns cute. every day, yeah. Yeah. but it's loving. Okay. (laughs) All right, great. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. (laughs) We'll be talking to you soon. Bye. Bye.